Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitri Carr, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. Oops, I forgot to post a podcast yesterday. That happens sometimes, I guess. Um, yesterday was, oh, it was really good for me, but it was not an easy day. You know, I, I started this new position and I've sort of, I've accepted that the work is hard on my body, but um, I sort of realized yesterday that I'm kind of dealing with some difficult personalities. And I mean, it is what it is. I just, I had had my hopes up because the person who hired me really recognizes my value, but they're out of town for at least the next week. So I finished my training without that hiring manager around, which is kind of great because it sort of lets me take a look under the hood at what I'm dealing with. And he knows that um, I'm basically on the fast track to management. So I, I need this look at how things are. But um, the other person who actually found me that I first interviewed with told me that they had really pushed for me and kept kept almost fighting for me to get the job. And that made me feel really, really great. But then yesterday and then the, the day before a little bit, I had figured out that maybe they had ulterior motives for wanting me. Like, sure, they want me because I'm great, but also me being great means they don't have to work so hard. <laughs> so that was a little bit upsetting. And then I realized there's, there's a lot of sarcasm in the workplace. And sarcasm at its core is, is really deceit because you're saying things that you don't mean and you're doing it for a laugh. And there's ways to be sarcastic where nobody gets hurt. But this kind of sarcasm is like just sort of in the way. It's like slowing down efficiency. It's creating uncertainty and problems. And it, it wasn't happening directly to me. It did once, but I was able to get past it. But uh, the person that I'm working closely with while I'm training, it happened to her a lot. And it was like, I got a close-up view of like, wow, this is not great to work with. I totally understand why she wants to get out of here as soon as possible. Um, so, so I think sort of witnessing all of that yesterday was a little bit overwhelming. When I got off work, I spoke on the phone to some family and, you know, it just poured right out of me. I cried a lot, which was really good. Sometimes it's good to cry and recognize that like we need to express our emotions, but yeah, this week I've been I've been doing a lot of learning for work and I'm at the point where I need to memorize things and I need to learn the systems to use what I've memorized so I can create a great experience for the clients as well as for the people I'm working with because that's just how I operate. I want everyone to have a great experience of me and of what I'm selling and that just means I, I need to know the systems, I need to know what I'm selling really well to be able to create that experience. And I'm making a lot of progress for sure, but I want to have everything squared away by the time that hiring manager returns so that I can impress him with how wonderful I am. And he'll see that I, I really get it. I get, I get the brand that we're working with. I get the experience I'm expected to deliver and I have results to show that I can do it. So, um, yeah. And I love podcasting because it gets me to talk through things. I think this is probably the fifth or sixth time that I've recorded myself because I, I don't want it to be too long. I want to say the right things and talking about it so much really helps me to, to figure out what's going on with me. I, I know for some people, journaling does that. Journaling doesn't really do that for me. Journaling, 
I'm okay with it, but I don't have a really good connection to it the way I do with talking something out. So the podcasting every day, it seems like a lot of work, but really I enjoy it. Yesterday I just, I wasn't ready to talk about anything yet. Um, not publicly. I was ready to talk about it privately with people who love me that are blood related to me, but I wasn't ready to talk about it publicly yet. So I think that's why I didn't podcast yesterday, but yeah, so, um, Lots of emotions yesterday, sort of recognizing the situation I'm in. And a big part of that is taking full responsibility for my experience. So here's the thing. I used to be a victim all the time of everything. I was a victim to the circumstance. I was a victim to the people. I was a victim to life. I was a victim of God. You know, I didn't want to do anything that I guess I was supposed to be doing. And it was like, I was just a victim to all of it. And I didn't take any responsibility for my experience. It was always somebody else's fault. But... A big part of my spiritual growth and forming a relationship with God has meant that I have to take ownership of the experience that God has chosen for me. Yeah, you heard that right. So that means all of the, uh, the betrayal, let's call it betrayal, when someone really wants to bring you onto a team, uh, but they have ulterior motives for it. That's a form of betrayal, right? Um, not necessarily sabotage, but more like betrayal. Like they want you there for their own benefit and not for yours. Um, which I'm sure that's not the whole truth, but that was the impression I got yesterday. And that is a story that I have seen repeated my whole life. I have a relationship of deep betrayal with my mother, with my father, with my siblings, really with my whole family system. And then I have that with basically every romantic partner I've ever had. Um, lots of friends have betrayed me. So betrayal is just, it's a common theme in my life. And I used to just be a victim to it, not trust anybody, really just remove myself from anything that even smelled like that. And guess what that did? That left me all alone with nobody I could count on. So part of my spiritual growth has been accepting that betrayal is part of my journey and learning how to create safe boundaries around myself so that when betrayal occurs, I'm okay, and learning who I can forgive and move on with despite the betrayal and who I need to let go of. So I've sort of figured out some people I need to keep letting them in because they're a part of the system that God created for me, especially my family system. I've learned that, yes, you know, my mom is going to betray me again. She betrayed me a lot in the past. She will again, and that has to be okay because she does have remorse 10 or 20 years down the line. So it's best if I find a way to forgive her, find a way to keep myself safe, but continue to let her into my experience. Versus there are certain friends and romantic partners in the past that will betray me that I cannot let back in. I have to keep them away. I have to protect myself from them because they show no remorse even when a lot of time has passed and there was a lot of deceit involved, right? And then I have some romantic partners who, like my family, betray me in ways that, of course, I don't like, but it's acceptable. And there's remorse and there's changed behavior, stuff like that. So taking responsibility for the fact that God has betrayal in my life path to help me grow spiritually means that I need to accept that. Because if I'm opposing God's plan for me, the path that God has laid out for my spiritual growth, if I'm the opposer of God, who does that make me? That makes me the evil one, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call it, the evil one opposes God. 
But I want to stand with God. I want to stand for truth and justice and love and peace, all those good things. But all the good stuff, that comes from God. That doesn't come from the evil one. So a big part of forming a relationship with God and being on God's team means accepting responsibility for the role and the path that God has designed for you. So yesterday was a lot of acceptance which involved a lot of tears on my part. It's not been easy to turn my life around 180 degrees. The gift of Kundalini Yoga brought that. But that is what I'm doing. It's really, really hard some days. And yesterday was a hard day, but I got through it. And today, I'm going to go back to work. And I'm going to get my questions answered. I'm going to figure out how to work with some of these difficult personalities. And I'm going to show up. And I'm going to do a fantastic job. And I'm going to take pride in the experience that I'm creating. And before all that, I have some homework to do. I have a lot of reading to get through. I have a big thing I got to write. And yeah, actually, I have two big things I got to write. Oh, man, today's going to be busy. But I'm going to get it all done. So yeah, I better get to work now. But I love podcasting. It's really serving me well, not just for preparing the interwebs and the SEO to direct things to my classes once I have a location, but it's just, it's good for me to talk it out. So thanks for listening.